Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. And I'm Frank Mills, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. We appreciate you joining us, whether you're watching or listening. We're very thankful that you are. Today, Armin and I, we're going to be talking about program, what is it, nine now we're on, Armin? Yes, sir. Program nine from Vince Garanda's Master Series. So we're going to be talking about that and the benefits of MCT oil. Um, yep. a, a lot of people are talking about that. So we thought we'd get into that today as well. So let's get started yeah. for all of you who have been with us from the very beginning of the Vince Granda master series. Here we are on number nine. Uh, yeah. what, and, uh, we've come a long way, right? Armin? <laughs> it's, it's quite a document. I mean, uh, he really, uh, put it, put together a very comprehensive, uh, breakdown of different things that, that came to mind for him as people phase their training from one thing to the next. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I found it very interesting. I mean, you know, he still has the pro series. So that's a whole nother thing we could do, but you know, when we get done with this one, we'll probably got to change it up a little bit. Uh, Cause I'm sure some people are like, well, okay, how much more we need to know about the master series, but right. you know, there have been some good takeaways and I think that it's been beneficial. So. <laughs> I absolutely agree. There there's been a lot of things that, anyone can use and implement in either into their nutrition plan into their workout program maybe see oh yeah even create something brand new so uh, a lot of great information so let's get into program nine what's really involved with program nine of the master series armin okay so at this point in time you know vince gets into the talking about how muscles developed by describing the best time to train. So he had some thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Preparation, uh, programs of exercise. Again, you know, he's always changing that up, sets and reps, along with the nutrition and supplements. So uh, he's kind of, again, make another change here at this phase of, of the uh, document for people that uh, they're taking a break from uh, the different stuff that they were doing before. So he's, mm-hmm. he's making other adjustments, but also educating along the way would be how I'd put it. Okay. Okay. Well, it does sound like a great program um, and a lot of great information, but what is the best time to train, Armin? Well, according to Vince, the best time to train is when your blood sugar levels are at its highest. So okay. he starts off with that. I mean which, you know, that makes sense because that's going to give you, mm-hmm. you know, energy as well. Well, is, is there a specific time in regards to that? Yeah, so actually, in his thought, there was two times, depending on basically your age. So he felt oh. like men under 30, they perform better and got better results by training to eat. And there's a lot of debate going back and forth about you know, being stronger in the evening. And uh, I do agree that I think if you want to have better strength, the evening time is pretty good. It's pretty productive. 
And that also depends on how much stress you got going on and if you ate enough food during the day, that kind of thing. But right, there's right. been some research that states that that's a really good productive time and you get you can get a little bit better strength gains. Uh, so he felt like, you know, under 30, you could do that because he would even train as late as 10 p.m. because he's so busy with his gym. Mm-hmm. Now, he, then he put it as mature men. So I assume this is going to be 31 and over. Didn't really state what mature men would be. To me, it'd be more like 40 and up kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, he felt like they did better with the early morning training sessions. Uh, and that's kind of what yeah. I, I've been. That's where I'm at now is just because of the yeah. schedule and doing things. And, you know, I'm in a you know, local gym here that's in a small community. So it's busy as hell around five o'clock, four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so my training partner can't really do that time slot either. So we we just been doing like 730 in the morning. And it's still working for us, you know, we still get good workouts and stuff. But um, that was another point. Um, and then, you know, Vince himself, he kind of put it out there and he just trains himself at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned before, when he's in his 20s, he would do 10 p.m. I, I could see that happening because you got all kinds of energy in your 20s. So it doesn't really matter. And you mm-hmm. tend to go to sleep pretty good. So there you go. Yeah, if you're working out, you do get some sleep. That is for sure. So... I am kind of curious, Armin, with all this being said, you know, how did Vince structure the number of days to actually train? I mean, did he have a formula for that? Uh, as you can tell, as each each chapter goes by, he's changing things up on how many days you're going to train, how you're going to do the splits. So now at this point, he's going back to an upper body, lower body split. You know, mm-hmm. Prior to that, we were doing, you know, you know, three muscle, three, three muscle groups or so, and then splitting up over like two to three, uh, over three days. Well, here we're just back down to two days. So upper body, lower body. Uh, So upper body day one, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you had a little more emphasis on upper body Mm -hmm. and then lower body was Tuesday, Thursday. And he also threw in the abs uh, on the lower body day. So uh, I guess he assumed the weekends would be good just for total recovery, let the central nervous system mm-hmm. kick up. So that's where he's at right now with uh, this stage of, of the training. He's going back to a, a, a you know a regular two day split. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I was kind of curious about the preparation part of it because you know if you're prepared, normally you're going to be very very successful. So can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, preparation as far as Vince was concerned was the right mental attitude. You know, being mentally oh, prepared okay. to take on that day's uh, workout. So mm-hmm. he, you know, he stated that you know you want to have a really clear image of you know what uh, what you wish to feel, and then you know, what you're going to get from the workout, and then at that point uh, put some visual uh, inventory of the physique as part of it. So basically, you know, his thought was like, you need to prepare yourself so that you're going to be working on your weak points uh, each training session and decide on how you're going to improve them by picking out the exercises that will bring up the weak points. So you have this mental strategy every workout. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I do as well, uh, because you, you want to have a nice balanced physique. Uh, and then he went on to say, you know, learning how to flex and control the muscle uh, helps provide a better mind muscle connection which he felt would give a better nerve impulse uh, for mm-hmm. muscle contraction. So he felt like when you're practicing flexing muscle and feeling it contract and getting this mental connection with it, he thought that was much more productive. And at this point, he wanted to see more people really start to focus on that as part of their development. 
would be that's how I would put it. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds good, but based on your experience, uh, are you in agreement with that? Yeah, I think it makes a difference. Anytime that mm-hmm. you're um, you're using your mind to connect with what's going on physically, uh, you're I think you're going to get some benefit. But I will say this: it's, right. it's not the easiest thing to do. Uh, it's not a, just as simple as just okay, I'm going to do, do things this way. Right. I mean, right. really. Well, so why do you say that? I mean, do you have some other thoughts there? Well, so I'm constantly, you know, from my own personal experience, focusing on my form and trying to make sure I can feel the muscle contract, the muscles working. But what ends up happening is you're doing this, you start out when you're fresh, you start out pretty good. You can engage, you can feel it. But then as you're starting to fatigue, you start getting a little overwhelmed and your focus starts to diminish on, you know, completing the movement. Uh, in some cases. And so you have to really, really keep your mindset. And then, you know, if you had a training partner, help, have them help you. Um, and this is probably why Ben seemed, you know, so adamant about not adding weight too soon mm-hmm. uh, as you're developing, because you feel like you need to be sure you're, you've got everything down pat well mentally and also with your central nervous system. So he was advocating at this point, do not add weight until after three three workouts of the same workout to make sure you got it down really well and then add weight because again, you're going to be affecting the stimulus. Uh, and you know, he also want to make sure you got as many quality reps as possible at each and every session versus getting a sloppy form and not getting the quality reps. So it kind of makes sense to me. I, I think that was probably a good move, especially at this time. And when he wrote this information, he spent a lot of time really thinking about, and and actually working hard on how to figure this stuff out so that oh, yeah. the guys he was training would get the maximum results and uh, not afraid to change it up. That's for sure. Now, the one thing I was looking at uh, is the program of exercise. I assume that's, you know, the exercises that he was having people do. Is that what that is? Yeah, so uh, you, you basically assume correctly. I mean, day one, like we mentioned before, is going to be upper body Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so what he did with that particular program, since he's focused on upper body, mm-hmm. uh, he did he put the exercises in this order, which I find interesting. You know, he starts with pecs first. So he does a V-bar parallel dip or a barbell neck press. So he gives you one or the other, okay? And then he goes to lats with the horizontal pull. Uh, wide to the chest for the lats. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, delts, he's going to do just an upper, upright row. Uh, triceps, barbell, pullover press, so kind of a combination exercise. And then biceps, he goes into compound barbell preacher curl, and you use that with the drag curl. So he's adding a little more mm-hmm. stress to the biceps at this point. And then on forearms, just a barbell wrist curl. So that's kind of your upper body. Mm-hmm. And then on day two for lower body, which was Tuesday and Thursday, you know, for thighs, this is where he's going to the hack squat uh, to, to develop the hamstrings as well. So you do the um, uh, the Larry Scott uh, hack squat where you take your feet outside the, the hack and then come down mm-hmm. nice and deep to engage hamstrings. Uh, so he, he put, brought that into play. And then he also did hyperextensions to help stretch, stretch the hamstrings and help with that contraction too, because they, that, Hyperextensions do get your hamstrings, and you mm-hmm. need to be really careful with those too because it's a you know really serious isolation exercise. After that, it was just you know you had calves with toe raises, and you want to keep those reps in the twenty rep range. 
Uh, and then the abs was uh, basically as we got the stiff leg abdominal crunch. And it's hmm. his way of doing a leg raise, um, which is on the floor, not hang. Wow. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a lot of detailed exercises. So I know he had the plan. Um, how about sets and reps? So at this point, he advised, he's basically saying, okay, we're going to do three sets. And especially for the hard gainer with the option to add a fourth set. Uh, if you felt you could keep you could keep your quality up with your your repetitions and your form, uh, but he started he this point he suggests start with eight reps, and as you progress you're going to work your way up to twelve reps mm -hmm. before adding weight. So each week your goal is to try to get you know a few more reps. To, and once you start getting over twelve, then that means the weight's getting easier and it's time to add some more weight. And your form's probably pretty good because you're going from eight to twelve as additional four reps. Uh, on the compound movements, uh, he mentioned, um, you know, the second exercise is going to be less than the first. First, so for example, mm -hmm. you know, the preacher curl would be eight reps, okay, and then, and then he would go to drag curl using forty percent less weight to get six reps. So that's where he gets a little off the the rail on on strategy, uh, but it looked like he just he was doing this to help people who um, have a hard time bringing up their biceps. So that was what he put into the uh, program from there. Then abdominals, he was just doing four sets of 12 reps uh, with that area. So that's that's where that was at as far as his rep scheme at this point in time. All right. Did, did he have a, a maybe a type of a timetable on how the, on how long he should do these exercises? Well, again, he never really states in here. And I think okay. it's because this is just part of his coaching program at the time. So once you're, you know, when he felt like he, you know, when you do your workouts and you kind of track them, then he would determine, hey, I think it was time to move on. And that's probably mm -hmm. based on how your strength was coming and your reps and, and your development. So like anything, you know, you can do these things for, you know, 12 to 16 weeks. It just, it depends on how you're responding. Um, and if you're making really good gains and you could continue to just stick with it a little bit longer. But uh, once it becomes a little bit stale to you, so to speak, and you're, you're just not feeling like you're getting much, you obviously definitely want to move on to another uh, change up. So that'd be uh, my thoughts on that. So, so as we close here in the segment, any final thoughts on program nine? Yeah. So my opinion, and basically what I read, you know, this is important to start focusing more on your weaker body parts which you know, at this stage, you're probably going to have some to bring those right. up. And that's all, that's, a, and that's a, a long, arduous process to figure out how you're going to bring them up because you want to have good balance with the physique, especially if you're going to compete. So right. that was right. very important. Um, and then, you know, again, you'd be using, I think, the muscle priority system to make sure you're training those weaker body parts when you're fresher, you can get more mental, mental uh, focus and get more stimulation. Uh, I think that's always been helpful, especially from my own personal experience. And then I would suggest using other exercises to kind of act like, again, to change it up. You know, he did like parallel bar dips, but he also do barbell neck press. But, you know, maybe mm -hmm. after you get, as you're progressing, throwing some dumbbell presses, uh, you know, or for some flies to help stretch out the pecs. So, you know, plug and play other exercises as you're doing these combinations, because you're doing them pretty, pretty regular. Mm -hmm. uh, do some pull-ups and rows for the back instead of just doing all pull-downs, uh, lateral raises and instead of, um, you know, just presses or upright rows, uh, close grip bench. Oh, I just love that exercise for triceps. It's a really great tricep builder. 
uh, incline curls and kind of change it up if you want. Um, but it looks like his curling was going to hit you pretty good. And mm-hmm. then obviously for, for legs, the quads, leg press, maybe some sissy squats, uh, standing, you know, the calves, standing calves, seated calves. So these are just ways to kind of make a, a program last a little longer, but also to keep changing up what's, what's really working for you in your workouts. Because some of these movements, you may get a better response than what maybe he suggested. And if you mm-hmm. find that out, that's what you need to know. So that's kind of how I would, I would deal with it. Yeah. Well, another informative segment, that's program nine of Vince Granda's Master Series. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, learned something, maybe it'll take something away, or maybe you just try it for your own personal yeah. workout. But uh, we appreciate it. And Armin, as always, great job. Guys, stand by. we got to take a quick break, and you'll hear from NSP Nutrition. Armin and I will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, and I'm Frank Mills. And hey, we're going to get right into our next segment. We're going to talk about the benefits of MCT oil. But again, before we do, I didn't know this. Learn something every day. MCT oil is available on nspnutrition.com now. Armin, when did this happen? Well, it's been around for a while, but um, if you're if you're not familiar with it, this is going to be a good segment to learn about the benefits of it uh, and understanding that how these different oils are broken down. But it's great if you're looking to improve your energy level. It's mm-hmm. great for helping to burn fat. That's another benefit of it. And so you're going to learn quite a bit about it on on this particular episode. So uh, stand by and hang on. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So check out nspnutrition.com for your MCT oil. If you're already trying it, try theirs. And if you don't know anything like me, listen to what Armin says and you'll find out. So let's get right into this, Armin. Uh, The benefits of MCT oil. I guess we should start explaining what does MCT mean? Because I have no idea. Okay, so all that means is the MCT stands for medium chain triglyceride oil or medium chain fatty acids. That's what it boils down gotcha. to. Um, and it's just an acronym for that. Okay. <laughs> now it's, it's really comprised of different acids that uh-huh. are fractionated. It comes from coconut oil and you can get it from other oils. We'll touch on that, but um, predominantly it's easy, easy to extract from coconut oil. Uh, and and it's, the benefit of MCT oil is it, you know, it stays liquid in room temperature. Coconut oil doesn't do that unless it's 70 degrees or warmer, it'll become a liquid, uh, but it'll condense uh, if it gets cooler than that. So you don't have that issue with MCT oil because when they fractionate it, they extract it and the heating process allows it to stay in a liquid form. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a good thing to be aware of on that. Uh, the okay. term triglyceride, though, really refers to uh, the structure that involves these fatty acids as they're attached to a glycerol background. So for anybody who wants to get a little more technical, that's what the triglyceride refers to. 
Again, fatty acids attached to a glycerol background, uh, backbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, some of the key acids, and this is why it's called medium chain, they're, your fatty acids are carbon chained. Okay, so there's different ranges. You have short term, you have, well, you have short, medium, and long chain okay. fatty acids. So with this, the medium chain or the, the amount of carbons is like C6, so six carbons, all the way up to 12. 12 carbons and that's going to be your medium chain uh, of, of fatty acids that uh, are usable for this for the system uh, well now most of you are mm-hmm. consuming what's long chain fatty acids okay which is going to be okay. 13 or more carbons you know different fats saturated fats etc <laughs> all right so so I, I i'm really kind of uh still in the dark but what made made you decide to want to talk about MCT oil or this topic and, and how it actually works with nutrition. So I had, I had dealt with this a long time ago um, from another coach that I had worked with back when I was in mm. my twenties, my uh, late twenties. And it was, they only had a particular type of trait of uh, MCT oil, which I used and mm-hmm. it really worked. I, uh, I really uh, noticed a difference from it. Um, so hmm. b- based on having that experience, then I realized that, uh, you know, NSP has the MCT oil, but I'm going to get back on that, um, because of what happened, you know, it was available and the way they mm-hmm. structured it. It's a really good supplement. I'll explain more about that, but, uh, it does work. And, you know, this is going to be a great resource for people that are staying low carb or doing carb cycling because it the way it works is it really doesn't convert to fat very easily. You really got to over do a lot, overdo it to, to have that happen, but it's great hmm. for energy. I mean, you'll, you'll notice it. <clears throat> All right. So tell us a little bit more on maybe why, uh, because I, I'm sure a lot of people want some more information. Okay. So it's, you know, sometimes referred to as the fatless fat because it, hmm. uh, the typical uptake speed into your, your body. Uh, you know, it's actually a fat that acts like a carbohydrate. So that's one of the unique things about it. Um, You know, once you have it, it goes right to the liver. And then as soon as it's processed in the liver, it immediately uses energy as as converted to ketones. So then you have these ketones and the way it converts them, the way to get in your system, it's actually better for the brain, more so the carbohydrates because they're just as quickly absorbed. Mm-hmm. And when you, one thing you're going to notice when you're training with it, it you heat up kind of quicker too, uh, which, which was very interesting to me when I, when I first learned about them, but, uh, it, it does get in your system pretty quickly. Um, and you know, one of the other benefits of it, it doesn't raise your serum cholesterol levels. Like some people would think they would, it can mm-hmm. actually lower them. So you've got a lot of benefits here just by plugging this in to help give you good energy and also to help you, um, not worry about adding more bad fat so to speak as people would say Mm -hmm. it's a great resource for that really interesting um let's talk about the ketones you know i i again i've never heard about this stuff but for our audience exactly what do we need to know to to understand about the ketones okay ketones themselves are metabolic acids that were really result from the incomplete digestion uh, of fat. Okay. So 
you also get an increase in ketone production when undergoing, you know, like an extended fast. You know, this is how your body breaks down fat, okay, and it gets it into bloodstream. So these ketones are what's, you know, getting sent out into the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it's, it's a great alternative to your energy source, uh, especially to glucose, because it gives you good energy. Right, and it's, right. it's, uh, it's the only form of carbohydrate, so to speak, that circulates in the blood. These ketones start circulating. And now you've got this, this, this energy resource. So that's really a nice benefit. Uh, most tissues and organs, here's the thing with that, is they can substitute the ketones just like they would for glucose as an energy source. So it, again, it compares to a quick energy source, just like a carbohydrate. So that's one of the nice trade-offs with it. So if mm-hmm. you're not having the carbohydrates, you don't really spare energy because you had the ketones available. So that's a good thing. And again, like I mentioned before, it's great. It's actually better for the brain than glucose. So your brain uses this much more effectively. So if you're looking for a better brain function, uh, this can help with that. That's why you see these different coffees that are kind of offering that, you know, that in in these different, you'll you'll see those too, because Mm -hmm. of how it affects the brain. Um, Now, recent studies are showing that MCTs also enhance exercise endurance by promoting, you know, the increased genesis. But it really helps improve mitochondria activity. And I can tell you, it does make a difference. I mean, it does improve your stamina and your energy because it's there. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've noticed that one of the symptoms of that is you're going to sweat a lot more. But the pump you get is pretty phenomenal. So that's why I like using them. Um, and then lastly, uh, ketones provide an anti-catabolic effect. So this helps to spare muscle as you're training, you're breaking muscle down. So that's another benefit of it. So you know, once you, when you do too much and you start breaking down muscle um, beyond what you normally would do, then that's a difference. It helps it helps spare that muscle. So hmm. that's what a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of athletes use it. So, yeah. So, so I, I am kind of curious, um, how, how likely are MCTs to be converted to fat. So, I mean, is that something that happens easily or is that something that you don't have to worry about too much? Typically it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, your body's going to use it because it's kissing the system. And if you're, especially if you're doing a low carb diet, you know, mm-hmm. it's virtually impossible because you're going to use this as, as your energy source. And mm-hmm. also the other thing is because it's a fat, this doesn't affect insulin levels. This is great for people of insulin sensitivity problems that want better energy. So they're starting to use more of it for diabetics as well because it keeps your insulin down, okay? And, you know, it's not going to kick up the, to move it to the fat cells. So you keep right, the insulin right. down. That's a great thing. Uh, also, it, it, when you compare it to fat, I mean, it, it doesn't have the same uh, calories as fat, kilocalories. And so instead of being mm-hmm. nine, it's 8.3. Now, you know, it's not a big difference, but it does right. uh, give some other insight to how it burns. And so it's a little bit more efficient than just regular fat. Uh, but that's kind of something that's kind of splitting hairs there. So, um, but the thing is that you're really going to put on fat from it because the way your body's using it, it's going to ingest and then the MCTs promote the body fat synthesis. So it allows you actually to burn more fat. Because that's what you're using, using these ketones and you want to keep using them. Your body's going to keep looking to convert them. So that's what they're, you know, some of the science is saying. Well, since (laughs) it's a form of fat, are there any side effects if you use it? 
Okay, so that's a real good point. When you start out taking MCT oil, uh, because this is a fad, if you take too much of it, it can upset your stomach. So you oh, have okay. to kind of let your, you kind of have to take you know small amount and kind of build up to the doses that they that they, they typically recommend. Uh, so it can affect the stomach. It could cause some bloating and diarrhea um, if you if you take too much. So you start with a small dose, and I'll explain more about that. Um, the typical dose over time is generally about less than five grams to start with. Mm -hmm. okay, so like the, the MCT oil that the NSP has, it's going to be around four grams with the typical dose that's on the bottle. But you can take more than that, but that's that's where you're at. So it's pretty safe that it's probably not going to give you any stomach issue. But as you get more into it, and depending on your, your energy demands, you can take 15 to 20 grams of this stuff a day. Wow. And have great, great energy. So uh, it's, you know, you, but you just got to do it gradually. So your digestive tract, mm -hmm. you know, once it gets in there, it breaks it down and doesn't irritate it. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what is the best way to take MCT oil? So there's been a lot of debates on this. Like when I first did it way back, uh, mm -hmm. when I was in my late 20s, they recommend you pour it on your vegetables so it wouldn't irritate your stomach. But the science says that that's not good. It doesn't absorb as well. So mm, they're really, okay. at this point, they stay taking it on empty stomach for better absorption. Uh, uh, like, you know, you know, like any carbohydrate, it can affect the absorption. So when you add vegetables or other carbohydrates, and you pour it on there, it's not going to absorb as well, probably because of the fiber. Okay. So like with the um, NSP, they have them in a gel cap. So that's really convenient because otherwise you got to kind of put it in your coffee or put it on, mm -hmm. you know, in a liquid form. Um, when you have these gel caps, you just, you just take, you know, there's two per day that they recommend, which is under four grams. So you just take one in the morning and then maybe one right before you work out. And again, you're not going to bring up insulin. So you've got a good energy. And obviously as you get more conditioned to it, you can take more gel caps if you want to, if you want to have, if you feel like you want to have more energy. So that's what I like about the MCT as far as um, the, the, what NSP has, because mm -hmm. you don't even have to, most of it's in a liquid thing. You, this digests pretty easy, um, and it typically will not upset your stomach based on how it's put together. So, but well, typically it is in a liquid form, and again, you could put it in coffee or put it in some kind of a drink to, uh, again, take it on an empty stomach, get the better absorption. Well, Armin, as usual, a lot of great information. You definitely have made me think. As we wrap up the segment, any final thoughts? Yeah. So if you're, you know, dieting, you're doing low carb, you're carb cycling, and you want to, you know, improve your energy system and actually get more fat burning, uh, I think this is a great product to use. Uh, you don't have to use NSPs, but I mean, what the way it's designed, it's really good. They have C8 hmm. and C10. So the C8 and C10 parts of the carbon chain are the ones that really break down and get absorbed very easily. You know, again, we talk about C6 all the way to C12. Right. Uh, you don't want to have all these different carbon parts of it. You just want to have the ones that work that once they hit the liver, they convert rapidly. So that's why they did it with C, C8 and C10. So eight carbon and 10 carbon, that's all you're going to have. You're not going to have all the, like in, coconut oil you're going to have all of them right okay? right you're just going to have these are concentrated to the right dosage to get in your system give you the energy boom so that's what um 
and then you're, you're going to train, you know, harder. You're going to have that, that good energy and you're going to great pump from them uh, would be, that's how I would put it. So give it a shout. Well, yeah, <laughs> a- absolutely. You could head over to uh, NSP nutrition and get yourself some uh, NS or some NSP, some MCT oil. And uh, I, I think yep. I'm going to try it out. You got me convinced. So I will definitely check that out. And man, we're already at the end of the show, arming a lot of great information today uh, on program nine, of course, of the master series by Vince and then MCT oil as well, man. So thank you so much. Uh, no problem. Really enjoy it. I hope you guys get some takeaways and you know, give that a try and see what you think. I like get some feedback on it as well, but uh, I've been doing it. You know, I like it. So, <laughs> well, and, and we appreciate the feedback from our audience, whether you're listening or watching if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment. If you have a topic suggestion, any comments, or even a question, you know, it's something that Armin definitely checks out and he will respond to you on uh, YouTube in the comment section. If maybe you have a little more detail or, hey, you have a lot of suggestions or you'd rather email, you can do that. Yeah. You can send an email to support at nspnutrition.com and Armin and I will get that. And Armin, Again, thanks again for another great show, and I'm sure everyone definitely appreciates it. All right. Other than that, make it a great day, and we'll talk again real soon. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening, and please check back next week for a brand-new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.